This podcast is sponsored by Happy Warrior Kava. Be a happy warrior. Drink, relax, and enjoy the strong and smooth taste of the best-selling kava in the islands. Happy Warrior Kava. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another installment of HNN Overtime, the Hawaii News Now Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Chenin, joined as always in we're the booth. We're back at it. We're here. With Davis Bittner. <laughs> watch out, watch let me, yourself, Let me just dude. put this down, whoa, actually. Whoa. We're coming wanna, in hot, Kyle. I know. I don't want to break we're the set. <laughs> coming in hot. <laughs> they, they let us into this nice studio. I don't want to yeah. break it. Oh, that's a good idea. Welcome. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome dude, back to back y'all. At it. To you, we're Davis. We're back at it. It's... It's hey, been a while. It's been a while. We're going we're gonna to get dive into some football talk. UH back at home after a yep. two-game road um, you know, series, two two games on the road, um, plus the bye. So we really haven't seen the Bows yeah. here at home for it's been a little, three weeks. <laughs> it's been a little bit. It's yeah. been a little bit. And, you know, a lot has happened in those two weeks. Um, a lot has, yeah. A lot has. And, you know, we're going to break that down. Plus, talking about their upcoming game against Nevada, continuing yep. Mountain West Conference play. I, you know, let's just get right into it. So, yeah. last time we talked about the Bows, they were going into New Mexico State. And, yep. you know, we had high hopes. We did have high hopes that game. But, <laughs> big but, unfortunately, they weren't able to pull it out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they... They fell to New Mexico State, and then we started going into discussions about the last game that they played, which was against um, San Diego State to open yep. up Mountain West Conference play. And I got to say, a vastly improved team from the ones we saw. They took that bye week, and they, they used that week to improve on oh, themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. That's for sure. And y- it was very evident from the beginning that this was a team that felt – a little bit slighted from what had happened in the past, but are ready to kind of take those next steps. And I think those steps were taken the most on the defense. Yeah. You, you, you talk about a defense that was able to just play with their hair on fire. They pretty much throughout the entire game was able to shut down San Diego State and keep it just a close defensive scrappy battle all the way into the end. And then even the offense, you know, the offense started to come alive a little bit. We had another passing touchdown, a rushing yeah. touchdown, and a, a like a perfectly tight like a much needed touchdown um in the in the end of the game Diedrich Parson with the, with that rushing TD to get us ahead but you know in the end it was a close scoring affair San Diego State pulls it out UH drops another one but like we said lots to improve on absolutely you know 14-16 they kept it close mm-hmm. uh Parson that was a great touchdown at oh, the yeah. end I think that you know Gave us a lot of life. We were right. we were all excited when we saw that. We're like, oh, UH has this. You know, we're yep. we're getting back into yep. it. Uh, no, that was a heartbreaking loss. Yeah, but you could definitely see the improvement mm-hmm. after that bye week. Whatever Timmy did uh, during that bye week, you know, whether it was additional rest right. or you know, s- mentally preparing, mm-hmm. you know, the guys, and uh, it seemed to work. Oh yeah, it seemed to work. And yeah. everyone played the best that they could out there. Yeah, we it, saw it was such a hard-fought battle. No, not a 180, but, like, you, you talk about the fight in this team. They've had fight all season, right? They never stopped, no matter what the score was. Um, they, 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 didn't, they didn't give up. But this was a 
this just this just felt kind of different, right? It's and and you know you're gonna talk about that final drive that San Diego State had, whether it be that you know, you, they were out of position or they were just gassed because it was just a long draining game for that defense. You know they were able to go down the field and get into yep. field goal range. Mister Automatic for them, Jack Browning kicks the game winner. End of story, right? Not a first though. Not <laughs> no, not a first at not all. A first. Not a first. We were yeah. we were all questioning that. You, you kicked to that first time. Timmy calls the timeout. I know. We were all like, oh, man. <laughs> he iced him, and then he he missed it wide yeah. left. And then you get – I mean, th- that's the thing, you know, right? You give him options. You, it's either you ice him, gets in his head, or it yeah. gives him just an extra – that extra time to just refocus, and then he just sends it. You never it. know how it's going to exactly. turn out. That's the thing with icing, you yeah. know, kickers. Uh. No, I mean heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. But for we sure. definitely saw that defense come out to play. Right. And, uh, and that was, I think, part of the reason too. We saw that um, kind of collapse at the end. Maybe I think they were just tired. Yeah, man. I think they were. They came out strong and they kept playing strong. Uh, but the amount of time that they were out in the field, it, it kind of takes a toll on you. Yeah, it was. That's the thing. It was just a long game for that defense, and you know they played admirably throughout the entire time. But you know. It's unfortunate it happened in, in crunch time that they, you know, they kind of got they got winded or what what have you. But I will say going into this week, we talked to one of the def- like one of the leaders on the defense, um, talked to Timmy. And, you know, they hold they held themselves accountable, you know, in the film room or what have you in the meetings watching that drive. They said they watched that entire drive and just dissected it so that, you know, going ahead, th- they won't run into that situation again. And I think this is just. It just shows that the the building blocks that are just getting stacked together with this team, and I think people are starting to notice and starting to realize that, like, hey, they're building something here, and, you know, fans are patient, so I think they're just yep. going to let it marinate, you know. It, you know, I'm going to keep using some different analogies. It's like a crock pot, right? It takes time. You got to like low – was it low and slow, right? I mean, you cook a lot, right, Dave? Are you yeah. you're, are you a chef? Oh, I'm a total chef. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. we can just lie on air. It's like no one's gonna know. <laughs> they're not they're not in our kitchens. They don't they don't know that I make microwavable chicken there nuggets every night. It's oh, okay, yeah, totally, totally. But you know what I'm saying? It's a slow process. They they're just adding little bits and pieces and ingredients and just till it gets to something that they can be proud of. And I, you know, they're proud of it now, but they know that it's it's just it just needs needs yeah. time. No, completely and. You know, we we all knew that this was going to be a rebuilding process. Mm-hmm. We knew it wasn't going to be perfect, and it hasn't right. been perfect. Right. I mean, obviously, one win <laughs> on yeah, the season. Yeah. Uh, but what I like to see is that, you know, a lot of people can be discouraged. Mm-hmm. You know, as a lot of the players, coaches as well. Um, but you don't see that from Timmy. You don't see no. it from the coaches. You know, not at they're all. Not, they're not letting these losses kind of phase them. They're taking it each time. You know, what what could we learn from this? Right. You know, how do we keep building? Right. Uh, and that's what you want to see. That's what you want to see in a – head coach first mm-hmm. time head coach right and uh you know it, it provides a lot of optimism for yeah. for all the fans out there for all of us that you know sure we're taking these losses but you know we're we're getting there absolutely right? we're getting there yeah and and you know just just hearing from you know player feedback they they're they're just so you know locked in on timmy like timmy is their guy they have his back and i think that's something that is needed especially in a team that you know is trying to rebuild and trying to restart a culture, right? They need the man at the top to be the guy that, you know, everybody backs him. And I think yep. that's that's just what we have right now. And and I think going forward is going to take them to, you know, certain places 
and it's needed to have like a, just that core group, that core, you know, that interlocking and that just that bond and that that uh, have your back mentality. And and I think going into this week, you know, we'll get into that in a little bit after we hear from some folk. But, you know, going into this week, they're taking that, you know, together mentality into a, you know, a fairly winnable game, I think. Yeah. No, I mean, it. it is, uh, you know. Nevada coming into this. I'm gonna look at my notes. Two oh, and four, go. right? Yep. <laughs> Two and four. Uh, you know, they're like like Hawaii. They they've had their struggles too, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, we can break this down maybe in a bit after yeah. we hear the interviews. But uh, just as a precursor, you know, it, sure they haven't had the losses, but I mean, last game too, they they lost to Colorado State, seventeen right. of fourteen. And that you mean, look at Hawaii, we lost fourteen sixteen. Right. Exactly. So relatively similar scores right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh but i mean definitely a winnable game yeah uh, exactly we're gonna see in a bit but i don't know I, I think it's we say these i feel like we've been saying the same thing throughout this entire season yeah <laughs> where this is this is a winnable game yeah. um but after seeing uh after seeing us play san diego state i've seen the improvement mm-hmm. and honestly this is a winnable game yeah i definitely I, I totally see it agree. With, the, with this team yeah especially on the trajectory of what we saw last weekend I think this game could be just another showcase to, of that next step that they're taking each week. And, you know, they talk about that a little bit. They talk about some other stuff. So I think it's time, my friend. Let's hear from the team. Let's do it. Yeah, you know, when good teams find a, a final way to win, um, you know, I, I can I can just look back on seasons, um, you know, whether playing or coaching, um, and 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 the margin of error is so small, especially at college football at this level, that you know, eight and four seasons can be six and six seasons. They can be, you know, five and seven, three and you know, three and nine seasons. You know, by one or two plays that come down to it. You know, every single game. Um, and 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 really, when when you look at it, it's it's the little details that that and the, and the little details on, on on one play here, and you never know when these plays happen, but one play here, one play there, that that result in a win, and you just find a way to win, you know, when the game's really close. Um, but you know, I thought we got better. I thought the bye week was right on time. Um, you know, I was really disappointed in the New Mexico State game, and 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 how we played uh, in all three phases and. And um, and those guys, you know, during the bye week, they they, they got better, they got rest, um, and and you know, even though the, it wasn't the result we wanted, um, you know, I, I felt that uh, I felt that their mindset was there, and and now we can we we can build off of it, and it's what we choose every day moving forward throughout the week. You know, you win the game on days like this on Tuesday, you win the game on days like this like Wednesday with your work ethic and your choices and stuff, and so that's what that's what we're learning. I think um, I think from that game, I think they just they kind of they, they're starting to understand, you know what what it, what it's starting to take to 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 perform at a at a high level and 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 even in failure, you know you know on offense, you know you're moving the ball, you get across the fifty, you know and and then it's a, it's 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 one thing here, it's one thing there. Now you're punting, you know, you know on defense, it's it's you know it's 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 okay, you took away the run. And, and all of a sudden now you force the quarterback that played there for four to five days to throw the ball right now let's let's let's, let's start to expect let's be two steps ahead what do the patterns look like what do the splits look like what are the details in what we got to accomplish and overcome and play the play play the play the chess game with with, with the defensive corner the offensive corner and so 
these guys are learning that and um and you know we're not there but you know they they they, they hung in there and uh and that, and now it's 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 figuring out this opponent here comes the next one right here comes the next one in the town and and it's figuring these guys out and it, it's making sure that they're they're winning these games you know on a day and a practice and a hard practice like this on a tuesday you know and then taking it into wednesday taking it into thursday and um when, when they start to figure that out um you know it, it's going to be it's going to be what, what these guys wanted yeah definitely i think so um you know there's there's you know looking at it there's our next two opponents and we got to to watch them this past friday um you know there's there's definitely things that we're, we're, we're picking up off of the film you know and and i haven't i haven't seen um you know Colorado State's defense as much, but uh, but definitely for Nevada, uh, the Colorado State office versus Nevada, and and seeing what um, Coach Nervell's game plan was going into the week, um, you know it was implemented out there, um, and and so you know just just kind of understanding what those guys on on Nevada are trying to do, you know the rules and 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 their defensive philosophy, it definitely helped. Um, honestly, shoot. We try to treat every game like it's you know the same. Whether we're playing Nevada or we're playing Michigan, the goal is out there to just go out there and play football and you know win win a game, no matter the circumstance. After two weeks on the road, how good is it going to feel to get back here at home? Oh yeah, it feels good. I mean, shoot, I feel like I haven't played back home in a while, and it's kind of taken a toll on me with my jet lag. My sleeping schedule is off, but you know I'm glad to you know play play back at home in front of the fans, in front of my family. Um, so I'm excited. I, I, I have a really good feeling about this week. All right, there you have it. We heard it from the coaches and players. Uh, Kyle, you know, it seems like they're looking forward to this week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, every week is a new challenge for them, and I think they, they, they like to take that challenge to heart and just, you know, make sure they put the best product out on the field every every game day. Yeah, and it as we were talking about before, you know, this is a a big game to kind of, you know, redeem themselves, right? right? Uh a special meaning for Timmy though. Mm -hmm. This is this is his previous team, yep. right? He uh you know, last couple seasons he was a wide receivers coach at Nevada. Um so he knows a lot of the players that are still there in the program and you know, he 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 didn't make you know too much about it like a what you, you know, what you would normally consider like a revenge game or, or whatever and even the players like you know it's special to try and get a win for your head coach against his former team but like for Timmy he just you know he just talks about the relationships that he he built you know over the course of his time in Reno and just you know just how how connected he is and how much you know love he has for those guys but you know based you know the the cliche we're friends off the field but once you know once the ball gets kicked you know we're we're not we're not friends until the to the last whistle blows you know yeah no it's it's gonna be you know interesting to see and you know obviously big numbers guy do this every single week yeah. i feel like we're gonna break it down oh uh, break it down davis breaking it down oh uh, let's let, we need a new graphic it's we the, should the, get a new graphic davis davis's, davis's breakdown davis's <laughs> breakdown all right uh this is what i got nevada two and four um from what I've seen, you know, just looking at the past two games, um, which I usually do because it kind of sees how a, a team is making progress during the season. Yep. Uh, they're, they've been having issues defensively, mm -hmm. specifically the D-line mm -hmm. and, uh, and linebackers. Mm -hmm. uh, just looking at it, last game, like I said before, Colorado State, 17-14. of 14. Right. Uh, looking at the rushing, though, Colorado State got uh, 177 yards. 
which is pretty impressive. Their, wow. uh, their top running back, uh, Avery Murrow, 24 carries, 168 yards himself. Jeez. Uh, we're going to look at the game before that, mm-hmm. Air Force. Air Force? Lost 20 to 48. Right, you know, you know, Air Force is just that team right now. They, yeah. for the last couple of seasons, they've just been on a tear of the Mountain West. So, I mean, yeah. they're no, they're no, you know. Obvi- yeah, obviously, that's it, that was a good, that's a good team out there. It, it's a, it's a decent team, yeah. and we saw that by the numbers. Four hundred sixty-one yards of rushing. Sheesh. Uh, they're uh, it's top running back Brad Roberts, twenty mm-hmm. for uh, one hundred and twenty-three yards, three touchdowns. Jeez. So Air Force, uh, obviously a really good team, right? Uh, you know, but still though, and then we're looking at Colorado State. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rushing attack is really effective for them, right? And um, it, to me, it it comes down to Parsons and Hines, right? Right, our top two backs, because uh, I think they could really take advantage mm-hmm. of this defense that that isn't as good on protecting, you know, the run, right, you know, right. and just stopping the run. Right. Um, so that's what I'm looking at right now. Yeah. I think if we were to take advantage of this, it's up to Parsons and Hines, mm-hmm. and hopefully they do. And I think throughout the entire season, I think you've seen through this team that their their strength in the offense some nights are is that running game. And I'll, I'll, I'll go one layer deeper. It's that offensive line. And yeah, you're right. they were fairly successful last week, and they had some pieces missing. Missing, excuse me. That's their starting center, Eliki Tonovasa, didn't play last uh, last week. But you know he was he was able he was replaced by Sergio Muasau, who's a reserve guy, plays guard center. He he there was no drop off. So I think just the depth at that line, and the way that they've been able to produce as far as the run game goes um, throughout the season, I think that's just going to be a just a big battle and a big test. No, I mean, not, not a test, but just a showcase for this offensive line to be able to run that ball and expose, like you said, one of the weaknesses of that defense. Yeah. If you were to ever have a big game, I mean, this is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got exactly for, I mean, we're biased cause we're, you know, former offensive linemen. Uh, you know, this is the game that you're looking forward to. You know right. that the the guy in front of you probably looking at, you know, past stats, uh, they aren't as good. You know, mm-hmm. this, this mm-hmm. is a game that you want to showcase your talent. Right, right. And you want to take advantage of them and open up the run. And exactly. If, they, if they're able to do that, I mean, sheesh, we could see some good numbers from Parsons. A- absolutely. This, this could be a breakout game for him. Absolutely. And, you know, it's that old adage, you, you – you establish a run game, you can open up the pass game. And I think with this, the way the UH offense has kind of molded itself so f- going forward, that's something that they're trying to look at. And you saw it a little bit last weekend with Zion Bones coming back from injury, those yeah. deep ball threats. The fact that they have that now, I think, just can make this offense kind of sing. And they have matchup nightmares with Jordan Murray playing the slot receiver. He is built... He's a tight end playing slot receiver, Davis. Yeah, yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> it's, <great. laughs> it's not fair. So I think just creating those matchup nightmares, establishing yeah. a run game will allow you to have those big plays down the seam or, you know, um, on the post. So I think this is a perfect opportunity to, you know, they talk about being a multiple offense since the beginning of camp to really showcase that and show yeah. what they're capable of as an offense. So I want to ask you a question too. Uh, I have an answer. Obviously, uh, <laughs> that made me choke. Uh, last game, Zion, you know, 
hundred yep. yarder. Right. Uh, do you see Shagger improving? You know, oh, absolutely. You know, because that was a big question at the early, earlier start of the season. Right. You know, we we didn't even see, uh, you know, co- the starting quarterback for a while. Right. Uh, have you seen him kind of grown? Uh, you know, being there at the games, watching it. Right. You know, what's your opinion on that? I, you know, he's made so many strides, and the thing is, I think a lot of people forget that he is still technically not technically. He's still a sophomore. He only he was a f- true freshman last year. And yeah. this year, he's, it's only his true f- sophomore season with a completely new staff and offense, right? So I think a lot of people put some weight on his shoulders, being that he was the only returning quarterback in that room that had meaningful minutes the previous season. But you got to realize that he was still learning, and he's still really young. So I think he he's is, taken yeah. those strides that a normal kid in his you know situation would as a sophomore quarterback in Division One college football. Um, I think just having trust in him – and, you know, in making those throws and making those reads, I think it just it's going to take time. Like we said earlier, everything is just going to take time. And each game I've seen him improve on something so that that, you know, passing the ball last week was, you know, it worked for them. And I think this is just the stepping stones. And the thing is, you got to be very optimistic that Shager is so young and that we will, you know, see him for a while and see just kind of see his progression um, throughout his career and you know throughout uh yeah i completely agree uh you know it, earlier on in the season we saw a lot of interceptions being right. thrown and you're not seeing that as much anymore we're limiting you know they they're they're taking that away right and um, i mean here's a stat no turnovers last weekend in san diego yeah. by either i mean by either team but you know just the fact that uh was able to hang on to the ball you know and not turn the ball over I think that speaks volumes to what we've seen previous. Absolutely. And I want to switch sides of the ball, too, uh, really fast. Give it fast. to me, Davis. You know, we're going to defense now. Uh, I'm going to go back to the stats. We're looking at last game, you know, Colorado State. Uh, Nevada, though, I, I'm seeing like they have a dual-threat quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate Cox, um, he went 20 for 42, 244 yards, eight uh, what? Eight for 23 rushing, uh-huh. right? 23 years rushing. Uh, obviously, you know, he, he can throw and he can run. Right. And we've seen in the past that, you know, UH has kind of struggled with dual threat quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your opinion on that? I mean, it's, it, it seems like they, they have a decent passing game, decent running game. Right. Are we at a stage now where we can kind of limit that? You, you know, I think, I think they just, each time they, they've been, getting a better feel for this system. And I think the first couple games, it was a lot of thinking. And I think when you play, when you start thinking when you're playing, you slow it down. You you, you take that that millisecond or that, that, that just, you know, that half second to just think about something, and then you're missing something. You're late. You're, you know, slip off a tackle. Last game, we saw that defense just flying. Yeah. Flying around in the backfield. We had um, a bunch of TFLs, sacks. Like they were attacking, and I think that's good. that's something that Jacob Yoro, the defensive coordinator, was like kind of waiting for them to do is just attack, play free, and I think just a better understanding of their schemes and their you know their blitzes and whatnot, their coverages, just lets them just play with their hair on fire, which is what we saw. And you know, with a dual threat, we did see a little bit of a dual threat action all the way in week zero against Vanderbilt. You know, their yeah. quarterback was. He had wheels and he could throw, and I think 
if they can take anything from that, they'll learn from it. They're obviously watching the film on Cox, and I think they're just going to, you know, prepare, you know, with their scout team. They'll have a scout team quarterback who, who can do, do the dual threat things. And they'll just, I think they just their, – their preparation throughout the week is what's going to make them successful on Saturday. I completely agree. Um, it's such an improvement to see from week zero right. to now. Right. Uh, you know, despite all the losses, you know, take take that all the way, all the all the turnovers. You you've seen this growth on this right. team. We keep we keep saying it over and over, yeah. but you know that that's where we're at right now. We're mm-hmm. we're seeing the rebuilding process. Right. We're seeing the growth. Uh, and you know, there's there's a lot of excitement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like we were just saying, Shager he's only a sophomore. Right. You know, it's a it's a bright future. Exactly. If he's limiting the the mistakes now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, who knows what, what what lies ahead, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I'm you know, we're out in public. I uh, if someone happens to to recognize me out on the street, um, when I have like my glasses on and like a baseball cap and like a hoodie, just trying to hide my face. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But you know, when Guys. someone someone sees me um, in public and they come up to me, start talking about UH football. And, you know, they're very optimistic people, you know, sports fans, Hawaii football fans out in public. You know, I, I think the vibe around this team is very positive and very optimistic. And I think that's something that the, the team sees and realizes. And, you know, they want nothing more than to be successful for this place. So I think just a combination of that and, you know, we keep talking about that optimism and that growth. It's just it's just going to keep going. And I think maybe by the end of you know, a couple episodes down the line when we're talking season finale, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know? That's true. No, I'm, I'm excited. And uh, we're talking about Nevada. You know, a lot of excitement going into this game, like yep. we were already talking about. Uh, a lot of high hopes for this game. Lots you of know, high hopes. After, after last weekend, despite the loss, I, I think there's a lot of high hopes for this one. I think that Absolutely. we've learned and grown. And I think we, I think we got a shot, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Me too. It right now. Me too. I think we got a shot. I, I genuinely think that um, as well. Um, I just my only hope is that is that it doesn't rain because I will be out. <laughs> That's true. In you ready for that? Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I the last <laughs> rain game I was at was at Farrington for the Division Two high school football playoff game. Yeah. And I was miserable because it was torrential <laughs> rain. It was like a it was like a monsoon. I saw that you oh and Sienna. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I was so miserable. I was soaking wet. But you know. <laughs> whatever i i'm gonna go over in a little bit talk to jennifer robbins if i see guy i'll talk to guy hoggy see what the the weather gods yeah. have to Gotta say bring an umbrella with Gotta, you yeah i, I, I know, don't know. I, I just have to tough. be prepared but you know <laughs> just making sure because it's been a little bit rainy this week and it makes me a little concerned but with that being said i think i don't want to rain on it. our parade <laughs> oh god let's end the episode yeah we're ending the that, episode after that was that. a good one come that on was so bad oh right. wow let's end it Wrap anywho it th- yeah. thank you again so much for listening or watching this episode of h&n overtime to check out the rest of our episodes you can head to spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you get the rest of your yes. h&n <laughs> podcast or you can check out the video version watch us laugh at yep. each other on youtube thank you again for watching this has been overtime david spitner couch and aloha see you guys